which filters. Hercules the stag beetle cut each one using his serrated claw. After descending for several meters, they entered a high-tech chemistry lab. The only light came from the distant street lights visible through the broad bulletproof windows. Within the room, LEDs blinked red and green on various pieces of equipment. Plastic biohazard suits were dangling on hooks beside signs, Stay alert, carelessness kills. Contamination, danger, ensure you have all clean confirmed on entering and leaving. Chopper sent a coded transmission back to Swarm headquarters. Hive one to Swarm. Swarm's human leader, Beatrice Maynard, codenamed Queen Bee, replied instantly. I hear you, Chopper, go ahead. We're in, Queen Bee, said Chopper. Operation commencing. Begin recording, said Queen Bee, and be careful. Logged, Queen Bee, said Chopper. He scanned the room. Data and images appeared back at HQ on the monitors in front of Queen Bee. The target's not here, said Serena, whose antennae contained Swarm's most sensitive environmental data-gathering systems. They run tests and experiments in this lab, but there's no secure storage. Hack into their computer system, see what you can find, said Chopper. Logged, said Serena. She fluttered to the nearest PC. Nero hurried over to the laboratory's airtight metal door to unlock it and gain them access to the rest of the building. Tiny probes flicked out from his pincers. They burrowed into a keycode panel. Seconds later, the panel bleeped and the door clunked as it unlocked and opened. The robots moved out into the corridor beyond. Nero resealed the lab behind them. Human twelve metres south, said Chopper. The robots kept to the shadows. A security guard wandered past the end of the corridor, whistling quietly to himself. Motion-sensitive lights in the walls blinked on as he approached and off as he went on his way. We're too small to set those off, said Chopper. But not so small that we can ignore the laser grid, said Hercules. Halfway down the corridor, a thin line of red light circled the walls, ceiling and floor. The beams emitted from it were invisible to humans, but the robots saw them as a flat, moving grid. Each laser beam was powerful enough to slice through them instantly. This grid guards the lab said Chopper. There are probably more outside the other restricted areas. They watched the grid shifting back and forth for a moment. No human could have calculated a way through it, but within seconds the robots began to dart and jump. They timed their movements precisely, twisting in mid-air to avoid the beams, and landed safely on the other side. Slowly they made their way around the building, working downwards from floor to floor. Between them they recorded every detail of the place. Nero made a thorough scan of electrical systems. I'm getting readings of high power usage in the basement, said Nero. I suspect the bio storage for holding live viruses and other dangerous substances is down there. A laser grid outside the basement entrance confirmed that there was something important in there. The robots scuttled and darted past the grid, avoiding the deadly beams once more. Coded alarm system detected in vault door, said Chopper. Hercules, bypass defences. The beetle's dark carbon fibre body would have been invisible to the human eye in the gloom. He scurried up the wall and cut into a small hatch above the basement's entrance. The others swiftly followed him. They crawled into a pipe used for running cables and moved along it until they reached the room itself. The vault they looked out onto was low and narrow. Walls, floor and ceiling were all polished metal. At the back was a large glass case labelled with a sign, Extreme Hazard. The case was filled with rows of coloured bottles and cylinders. Nero, said Chopper, cut a tiny hole in the glass on the side of the case where it won't be noticed. Sabre, go inside and confirm the target. Wait, said Nero. 
I can detect electrical activity in the floor. The area between us and the glass case is sensitive to touch. If it's triggered, the alarm will go off. We were small enough not to activate the corridor lights, said Chopper. This is different, said Nero. I'm picking up readings from pressure pads all over the room. If even one of us lands on any connected surface, the alarm will trip. We're very slightly heavier than real insects. The difference is tiny, but it's enough. Is the glass case itself wired up? said Chopper. Scanning, said Nero. No, it isn't. Widow scuttled forward. Taking careful aim, she fired a thread at the glass case, which stuck neatly at its exact centre. A zipline, she said quietly. Hanging beneath the line by its pincers, Nero slid across to the case. The grippers in his feet engaged with the vertical glass and held him firmly in place. He scuttled around to the side of the case, a miniaturised cutter emerging from a tiny hatch in one pincer, a small suction cup from the other. He carved a...